and welcome to the Addison Recorded, the official podcast of the Addison Recorder. I'm Meryl Williams, and I am here with Gina Waters. Yeah, we are uh, writers for the Addison Recorder, which is a pop culture blog here in Chicago. And we have been recapping episodes of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and we're almost through the season now. We're on episode 12 today, which yeah. is called... Kimmy Goes to Court. Yes. And so it's a continuation of the, the storyline with John Hamm, who's the uh, reverend who was her captor in yeah. the bunker when she was abducted like 15 years earlier. What was his name? Wayne, Gary, Wayne... I think so. Something. Wayne G. Wayne? I can't remember what they said. There's a lot of... It's a lot of names. Yes. <laughs> a lot of names. A lot of Midwest. Yeah. A lot of Midwestern names thrown yes. together. Her reverend slash kidnapper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, in this episode, she's back in Durnsville. So we're... As we were... As we left things in the, right. in the last episode... Um, I'm curious where they filmed that. I was, I mean, I'm sure it's in California somewhere. Yeah, that's um, probably true. Although, when they film in New York, that's really New York. Like, those outside shots, like, they, that's probably, actually, now that I think about it, it's probably somewhere mm. more in New York or New Jersey, Durnsville. Okay. Does Tina Fey typically operate out of... Yeah, yeah. like, 30 Rock was filmed at the Silver Cup Studios in Brooklyn. Oh, and they're wow. And the outside shots, like when she was on like Riverside Drive, it was really Riverside Drive. Okay. And, you know, Thirty outside of Thirty Rock was really, really was, Rock, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sure Dernsville is probably some small town, yeah, like in upstate New York or mm-hmm. Jersey or something. But I don't know. These are the things I think about. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are they? I bet you ask yourself constantly, like, where is Tina Fey right now? <laughs> what, what is she doing? Yeah. Is she thinking about me? No, that would be weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this uh, this episode kind of gets more into the the courtroom drama and yes. all that is entailed by that. Uh, we see more of the Reverend's charisma, I guess, mm-hmm. or his attempts to woo the the jury, yeah. and everyone in Durnsville, and try to convince everybody that Kimmy could have left at any time, or that right. it was, a, it was a, a kidnapping victim. And yeah. we have that really bizarre flashback. Yeah. That was a little intense. Like it was kind of. You know, yeah. but it, it kind of showed, like, we were talking about in the last episode, is that manipulation. Definitely. Of people who have power over other people. Yeah. Um, it's like that illusion that you're there on your free will, which is mm-hmm. the real kind of, like, mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? You know. Yeah. <laughs> it really, like, that's what really messes with people's minds is, like, mm-hmm. making them believe that they're there on their own free will yep. when they're really captives. I mean, that's pretty much a definition of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, right. Although it does seem like she never really, like, she says in the episode that she never believed the mm-hmm. reverend, you know, and, and I think that episode kind of, it's still a little up in the air because yeah. she does seem to question Part him. Part like, of her, yeah. She questions him. She doesn't swallow it whole like some of the other girls in, right. the, in the bunker do. But she's still, when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. she's unwilling to send Cindy out into the because world. Because there's still a possibility. There's a part of her that thinks she might get burned up in you right. know, hellfire. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, maybe it is. Like, she doesn't really think it is. And yeah. they, they call back with the... Uh, that flashback from the pilot where she finds the rat in the air filter. Well, it's, yeah. And it's like a lot of things. And again, like I, I've said several times is that, you know, I do think the whole kidnapping captive thing is a metaphor, but in real actual kidnapping cases, there are situations where, you know, like I remember with Elizabeth smart, there were times when she was out in public. 
Oh yeah. With That's true. the guy who kidnapped her. And people would say like, why didn't you run away? Mm-hmm. Or like the, those women in Cleveland who were in that house for however many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had that rigged with that was, and alarms yeah. like that. But still it's like, why did they not open a window and yell for help? It's like people ask that of victims and they don't understand like the psychological aspects of being a captive for mm-hmm. enough time. Like you are so afraid yeah. and you know, you're not thinking clearly. It's, yeah. it's people think people like to think, well, if I was in that situation, I would just run away, you know, but yeah, it's, it's not that easy. It's easier to hold someone captive by getting them psychologically under your thumb mm-hmm. than like physically tying them to a radiator or something, right. you know, it's like, cause you have to break, they break them down. They like break yeah. their will. Mm-hmm. So I think that it kind of was, I think that's what that whole flashback scene was about was yeah. explaining that like he really had control over them, mm-hmm. not just because they were physically locked in the bunker, but yeah. you know, they were even Kimmy a little bit, yeah, a little bit thinking that the, there was no more world. Just like maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Just Which I like... think is, you know, representative of like any situation where someone has control over you. Yeah. It's like definitely messes with your mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I like the, uh, I, I mean, it's awful, but like just kind of the reverend trying to, to turn the jury against Kimmy and just like blaming her for all these things yeah. that have like nothing to do with her. I love when they cut to the jury box and he's just sitting in the back yes. of the jury box, just stretched out. One of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out. Right. And you can tell they're all just eating out of the palm of his hand. Even her, even the prosecutors, even the prosecutors are like yeah. totally charmed by him. Yeah. Yeah. He like hilarious. starts singing and they, they like, okay, they yeah. applaud along with everyone else. <laughs> like, yep. He's pretty adorable. Yeah. Yeah. And he's making such like bad hacky comedian jokes. Like, you know how long it takes women to get ready? Like, Am I right, ladies? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, just awful. Yeah. But, like one of the things that he blames Kimmy for in the town of Dernsville, Indiana, he says like, if Kimmy hadn't left Dernsville, then maybe the fire department <laughs> could have bought a fire pole. I love it. They wouldn't have to free fall 20 feet onto a concrete floor. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, it's so awful, but yeah. so wonderful. Yeah, he's like, all of you would be wealthy if she hadn't yes. run away. You'd all be rich if she hadn't left her. So, like, yeah. that kind of manipulation. Like, the, the jury and the people in the gallery don't even realize, like, oh, he's doing to us what he did to these women that he right. kidnapped. Like, yeah. he, it's like, he's like spellbinding them. Exactly. <laughs> Which, I mean, if anyone can do that, it's John Hamm. Yeah, I mean, if John so... Hamm wanted to take me into a underground oh, bunker. <laughs> I also loved when Titus sang the national anthem. Yeah, and it was the America's Funniest Home Videos theme song. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> glad that you caught that because I was like, I don't know what the song is. Yeah. I just know it's not the national anthem. I'm a I I'm a secret America's Funniest Home Videos fan. <laughs> I mean, now that there's YouTube, you don't need America's Funniest Home yeah. Videos because it's on YouTube. But before pre YouTube, it was really the only way to see like funny people getting hit in the nuts. yeah people and mostly like I'm in it for the animal videos. Oh, so yeah, AFB, that's what the internet was made for. So yeah. I mean, I don't know how America's Funniest Videos has stayed on the air when YouTube exists. And then you yeah. have to hear the annoying host making bad, like... Bad, terrible puns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. But that was amazing. I recognized the theme song right away because I know it by heart. Because <laughs> it's been the same theme since the 80s, since the Bob Saget days. It's still the same oh, theme song. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Huh. I would sing it for you, but I won't. <laughs> I'll get um, up on YouTube later. That's cool. Yes. It's, <laughs> yes. Sing, sing along to it. See how you feel. It feels pretty good. 
Meryl, I have this question specifically for you. Oh, yeah? In this episode, they talk about Ohio very <gasps> disparagingly. That's Is true. there an Indiana-Ohio rivalry that I'm not aware of? Oh, so this is a little tougher. Um, as you know, Ohio is bordered by many states, and so it kind of depends on where you grew up in Ohio. Where uh, you're so, like, state- Western Ohio might have more of an Indiana I would not rivalry. be surprised. And I know I... I mean, okay, so my stepmom is from Indiana, so I can't say too much crap about Indiana. <laughs> Love you. So I'm but... sensing there is a rivalry yeah. just from that comment. Yes. Like, I detest Indiana because I hate driving through it to go back to Ohio, but I realize that is not really Well, Indiana's I have to drive fault. through part of Indiana to get to Michigan, too. Yeah. So I, yeah, you feel it. I, I feel yeah. <laughs> yeah, so where I grew up was actually south, southeastern Ohio, and we had, like... I don't know. We had a rivalry, I guess, with West Virginia, which just sounds unfair. But really, I mean, at that point, it's just like, it's a river dividing us. And yeah. it's just so dumb. They're like, their jokes were the same as our jokes, except just the punchlines were. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, you know, I Michigan borders Indiana, but I'm far enough. I grew up far enough from the Indiana border that yeah. I was barely aware they were there. Like, I don't remember anyone saying anything no, I'm sure. one way or the other. Yeah. But maybe if you're from, like way south michigan yeah i don't know i should ask them better. <laughs> but yeah he definitely had a, a dig at ohio he says like yeah when kimmy was trying to run away from turnsville i guess when she was a teenager she was heading east yep. to ohio and someone in the crowd says like ohio's stupid yeah, they, were, they were horrified by that <laughs> that's true it was definitely a, a mark against her to her character somehow yeah oh and speaking of Dernsville and the people there we get to see um the stepfather again name randy uh, i think randy's randy right. yeah I'm not and they sure. do have we both cringed when they had the kind of throwaway line about the heroin again yeah it was just kind of like Ugh. all right <laughs> i mean it is weird to just have him be a heroin addict and then suddenly not so i guess they had to acknowledge it i guess so i'm just glad like, that they didn't discontinue that because that would be really sad yeah i'm glad he wasn't just like still a heroin addict right that that's been. true and i realized too in this episode i don't know why i didn't make this connection before but he's clearly like he's barney fife oh from Andy Griffith. Like, the way he was, like, bumbling around, like, when of he got course. locked out of the car. I was like, how did I not recognize this before? Like, he You're even kind right. of talks like him. Yeah. And, you know, was it uh, Tim Conway who played him? Like, it's the um, that same. He has very similar mannerisms oh. and kind of the physical comedy is the same. I was like, I didn't yeah. notice that before. But in this episode, it really. I bet it was easier to recognize clicked. in his elements. In his el- yeah. Because yeah. when he was in New York, he was so out of. Like, oh, Please. you're a backwater kind of guy. Yeah, but yeah. seeing him be kind of like the bumbling cop. Of like, this town. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I really, I, I made that, that connection. I'm like, wow, they're yeah. really reaching back in the yeah. TV canon. That's <laughs> true, yeah. I mean, too, like anyone younger than us, I don't think they would even know what Andy Griffith is. Do you no. guys still play it on TV? Man, I remember just watching reruns of it at my grandpa's house, yeah. but I really don't I remember know what they would, would play it on now. When I would stay home from school, mm-hmm. I would watch it because yeah. it was like the only thing on other than game shows and soap operas, which <laughs> during the day, which yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, and I never, I never understood it. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, like my dad loves yeah. the Andy Griffith show. I remember even as a kid finding it really boring. I'm like, yeah. "This is me too." Really silly. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, television audiences weren't as sophisticated yet. Yeah, that's true. I, I think a lot of people are fond of that show, but I think they're probably all a bit older than us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also, the, Titus has a very funny storyline in this episode. Yes. When he's trying to get a piece of fame. Right. Um, he does not heed the warning of the viral video guy. No, not at all. <laughs> and he goes on uh, morning radio. Mm-hmm. 
something in the squatch. I don't remember, but I they, don't remember. Oh, they God. say they say he gets squatched. Yeah. And they shoot a gun at him. Yeah. yeah. Well, they show him like a cutaway. He's holding uh, like a metal trash can lid and he just kind of looks at, uh, you know, off camera at someone. She's like, why am I holding this trash can lid again? And then you hear a gunshot and you see a bullet ricochet off of it. And he's like, why are we doing this? It's not, this is radio. Yeah. Why are we doing this for real? He just had a sound effect. Oh. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, when he's uh, talking to the newscaster. Yes. On television. <laughs> or he doesn't know that he's on oh, on television yeah. and he's singing his little song about being famous and his makeup brush to himself yep and one of the best lines of the episode when he realizes what he's done wrong he <laughs> says i want to start over i want to be a baby <laughs> which are way over immediately made me think of an episode of 30 rock where jack says that the episode mm-hmm. uh today you are a man from season six he <laughs> says that when when uh liz beats him in a negotiation and he has like a fake breakdown and he says you know i want to be someone else i want to be a baby and i was like i looked it up and the same writer wrote on this episode oh no no that's not the one oh tina fey we figured out this was a tina fey joke because she was um i mean she got a writer credit i think on all 30 rock episodes right but she's the common factor between those between those two so that must be a tina fey favorite (laughs) joke which is a good one it is. I still don't see yeah. how you remembered that. I, that I've watched episode. every episode of 30 Rock so many times oh that it's God. just like, it's just, it's, it's like muscle memory. <laughs> yeah. Do you like, does that happen to you in real life? Yeah. Or just be, oh my God. I just think of things from 30 Rock. Yeah. All the time. It's like the dialogue <laughs> just runs through my head. You see the world in 30 Rock colors. I that do. sounds kind of nice. It's not a bad way to live. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. But the other, the one thing we were, that is a tie. Yes. With the writers directly is we were both laughing at the scene with the judge when he's banging his gavel all over the place. And he says, you know, what's with all these potato bugs? Right. Which made me think of a 30 Rock episode, <laughs> Respawn, which I think is from season five, um, where Liz is in court and there's a judge and he just yells, gavel, gavel, gavel. gavel, gavel. <laughs> I lost my gavel. <laughs> which I remember at the time, the first time I watched it, I laughed so hard, which is why it stuck in my head. But the same, that's the one where the same writer, Ron Weiner, yeah. wrote that episode, Respawn, or was a writer on it, and yeah. also wrote this episode. This so one. clearly he has a judge thing, like yes. a judge joke thing. What's well, a judge which, joke? Yeah, you know. he, has, he has a judge. It's kind of like Jack Burdett has a anesthesia thing. Right. <laughs> and apparently Ron Weiner has a judge thing. Which Sure. It, I enjoy it all, so <laughs> hey, keep it coming, guys. That's so funny. <laughs> Love it. This episode also has the weirdest bachelorette party I've ever seen. In oh my, my life. god! The mole women. <laughs> yes, it was like the four ladies who were in the bunker together celebrating Cindy marrying that gay guy. <laughs> I can't believe that is still happening. Right. And yeah, there's like a bowling alley, and of course, it involves a crown and a penis cake. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, come on. It's the worst. <laughs> of course, it does. Uh, but I loved in the bowling scene where she goes to throw the ball and it like goes into the other lane. Yeah. I actually am an awful boil- boiler. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible at boiling water. <laughs> I'm a terrible bowler. And I actually one time was bowling and I went to go throw the ball. And when I reached backward, <laughs> oh, which no. I thought this only happens in cartoons, I threw the ball backward. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and luckily it didn't kill anybody. It just sort of landed behind me. But it was... Everyone that was watching was like, I didn't even know that that, that, was, possible. that was possible, but I pulled it off. That's awesome. But my record, my record bowling score is 60. Nice. That's so funny. Have you ever gotten a strike? 
Mm-hmm. I think a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's rare. Yeah. That's pretty much about where I'm at. It's pretty much gutter balls. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I don't do so many gutter balls now as I did. Was like, like, we, we bowled a lot when I was a teenager. Like, that was like the place yeah. to go. Um, but I, when I bowl, it's so slow. Like, people make fun of me. It just takes so long for that ball to get down the, the lane. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it stays in the lane. So, whatever. I don't see what people's problems are. <laughs> yeah. I get more wrapped up in the like accoutrement of bowling. Like, yeah. I spend a lot, long time picking the right bowling ball mm-hmm. and the shoes. Yeah. And then, like, setting up the scorecard like i like all the stuff around bowling i like right. getting organized for it but then when i actually have to go throw the ball down the lane i've yeah, completely like, lost interest yeah you're like okay i'm gonna do this real fast and yeah. that's the next person's turn i just yeah i just want to get that over so i can just like sit around and like talk to, talk people, to people and yeah eat like nachos or something yes nachos <laughs> my dad always said when we were growing up that like any sport where you have to rent shoes is like remote and he's like that that's just too weird for me yeah it's really yeah. gross if you think about it it is gross I but remember that, that was like a roller derby person. I was like, eh, all right, well, skates are different, but they're not really. Like, it's still just bowling shoes, but with wheels. Pretty much. I remember it was a big trend when I was in high school. Kids would steal the bowling shoes because you just you turn in your shoes to get the bowling shoes. So they would just bring in shoes they didn't give a crap about. Yeah, and would just leave them and walk out in the bowling shoes. And it was like a cool thing to like come to school wearing the bowling shoes. Why? I mean, I be comfortable. I never did this, but I remember those yeah. kids like thinking they're really badass, like walking around in bowling shoes. I'm like, stole these. You're wearing shoes. stinky stranger shoes. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> think about all the feet that. Uh, were, nope. Nope. <laughs> so gross. I was not impressed. With yeah. That little act. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if like bowling is necessarily a, a midwestern pastime. I think is it's it? pretty midwestern. I mean, it's national, but I think yeah. it's particularly popular in the Midwest. Yeah. So again, that was a good that was a good call for yeah. on a bachelorette party. <laughs> like, go crazy! Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna bowl. Yeah, and then they go back to the bunker. Yeah, which this episode ended on a cliffhanger. Right, we discovered a safe in in the through the what is it the Reverend's private tunnel? Yes, private. There was something the else. RPT ball tunnel. Oh wait, that was something else. The Reverend's private tunnel. I, I think that is what it was. You're right. You're We're right. not allowed in the RPT. Yeah. And they go in there and there's a jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> but first, before they go in, there's a little sign, like a license plate sign with his name on it. Like a little boy's bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. She said, like, no rules allowed or yeah. something. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. That was amazing. So, yeah, yeah we don't know what's going to be behind the uh, in, inside in the, the safe. safe. But we so. do know now the purpose of the mystery crank. Yes, it was powering his little stupid suite. bunker suite. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to guess because everybody listening to this already knows that I, just don't, <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid. So we'll just see what happens in yeah, the final episode. Um, some other funny, just little one-offs in this episode. I love yeah. when the newscaster, the the graphic that came up when it said "mole women, mole problems." Oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> yes, I love that. Also, we both like made like a gasp when Kimmy jumped on the bedspread of the hotel bed. Yes, we both like involuntarily were like, we didn't talk like, about that. That's true, la-, but we both did it, and I was like, don't Ugh. lay on it. I was just recently watching. Um, a show about crime, shocker, <laughs> and it was this case where someone was had met their end in a hotel room, <laughs> and the the crime lab took the bedspread trying to find like DNA, and they found the DNA of thirty eight different people I on the one bedspread. 
I so they were like, yeah. if we fi- have a suspect at some point, we have to match it against 38, 38. different. And because yeah. they don't have a timestamp on them. Right. You don't, it's not like you can be like, this one's older than that one. Mm-mm. So it's just all there. With every I... suspect, they had to run it like 38 times, which is just a horrifying. Yeah. Um, so I used to work at a hotel as a maid. <gasps> oh gosh. Yeah. Please tell me how often the bedspreads were washed. I can tell you, I can speak for two hotels, although I'm not going to mention their names. Okay. I will tell you. <laughs> right. Um, one, which I worked at the first summer that I worked at a hotel as a maid or as a housekeeper. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not wash those bedspreads. Like they ever. did take them off. You change the sheets, mm-hmm. wash the sheets. But the bread spits right back on. Yep. This um, this show I was watching, they said they washed them once a year. Um, that sounds about right because you do like a deep clean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's supposed to be like every like quarter, like seasonally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it got left. Oh. left too. Yeah, it's supposed to be like it's hard to do it in the summer because it's like the most popular season. But, like, yeah. absolutely during the winter, that's when they do it. I don't even sleep yeah. with the bed spread on the bed. Like, I just no, take it No, you just take off. it right off. That's yeah. what you should do. Everyone listening, just yeah. when you stay at a hotel, I take it straight off. I just, as soon as I get it, before, I won't even sit on the bed. Yeah. I just, like, take it off and just drop yep. it on the floor. It, yeah. it doesn't exist to me. <laughs> no, that's good. That's what you should do. Yeah. That's why when I saw her, like, stick her face in that one, oh. I was like, that is so disgusting. Um, I will say that the second hotel that I worked at, they use, like, duvet covers and they wash them every single time that's so, good yeah. that's smarter like, yes that's the way i worked at a hotel in the bar though but i they had duvets at that hotel yes yeah. i would see in the laundry room they were always they washed them like every time. right yeah exactly it makes way more sense yeah anyway that's <laughs> that's housekeeping chat with Marilyn. exactly <laughs> always tip your maid <laughs> yes. yes that's everything people don't know you have to do i've stayed in hotels with people and i'm like how much should we leave for the maid and they look at me like i just spoke russian mm-hmm. like no you leave a tip for housekeeping Damn leave a tip straight. And don't just leave the change in your pocket. That is a, That's that is a terrible move. <laughs> they don't want to carry your stupid nickels and dimes around. Anyway. Yeah. Tipping tips with Marilyn <laughs> <laughs> Um, What else did we love about this episode? I think those were the main notes I had. Oh, Squatched. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, there was uh, Titus's line about the the market size of Indianapolis in terms of a news market. Yeah, he's all excited that he's going to be on the Indianapolis news. He says to Kimmy like Indianapolis is the twenty fifth biggest news market in America, nineteenth if you count deer watching through people's windows. <laughs> that is amazing. I feel like they've got some good uh, Midwest research. Yes, on this episode, <laughs> that is a thing. Yeah, like my hometown. My mom was telling me recently that they've had to start. Um, shooting deer because out of like season in this in the city limits what because there's so many that they're like causing like car accidents yeah. and they're like eating people's gardens and stuff like that it's like right. they're so overpopulated that they're like letting people just like shoot deer in the city limits i mean I don't, I don't know if that's crazy. still going on but i that sounds really questionable like yeah, in the city shooting like, people like oh there's fire. a deer in the backyard yeah give me my gun Right. I don't know if they're just letting people like go crazy. I, I'm sure there's like rules about it. And yeah. Maybe you have yeah, to like, like call animal control noise. or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. But yeah, there's deer. They literally in my hometown, they're looking in your living room. <laughs> they're in your backyard. Yeah. They're hanging out. <laughs> just chilling, you know. Yeah. Um, th- did you know that um, the animal that kills most humans every year is deer? Oh, just because they keep running into cars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So not tigers. Nope. <laughs> not <laughs> tigers. Which would be my first thought. I don't know why, but yeah. You know, all those tigers just running around yeah, is killing eating people. people. Yeah. <laughs> Deer, they kill more humans in the U.S. anyway than yeah. any other animal. Yeah. <sighs> Poor deer. 
We yeah. took over their habitat. It's not their fault. That's true. <laughs> oh. Sorry, this guys. has been Animal Chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we pretty much um, summarized this episode pretty well. But since next week will be our final episode, yeah. we're going to have several of mm-hmm. our guests back again. We're going to have um, a big panel episode again, which will be really fun. Yeah. But we want to give them a chance to chat as much as possible in that episode. So we decided that we're going to answer our infamous three questions this episode. Yeah. Because we've said off mic, you guys didn't know this, but that we were (laughs) (laughs) always going to answer the questions and we figured we'd do it now. Yeah. Instead of take up time next week. So Meryl, I'm going to put you on the spot. Ooh. All right. I'm asking you first. I'm ready. We've all heard the questions many times. Mm -hmm. What is the TV show that God help you? You're just not ever going to get into no matter who tells you. Yeah, I'm going to get some angry tweets about this, but you guys, I just don't like the West Wing as much as all of you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm just going to say Sorkin in general. Mm. Yeah, that's, it. I've not watched a lot of the newsroom, but like what I did see, I was not, yeah, was Can't not enjoying. Can't do it. It is unwatchable to mm-hmm. me. Anything Aaron Sorkin TV shows unpopular opinion. I know. I would not so. I would not say that the West Wing is unwatchable to me. It's just not my jam. And everyone is just like, there's just so much reverence for that show that I just, I don't really feel that. Yeah, my parents were big fans, and I know lots of people who love it. And mm-hmm. I just cannot. I've tried. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like I've, I've it. watched a lot of it. Yeah, and I still, yeah, it's just not, not for me. Don't get it. Mm-hmm. All right. Question two. Mm. Meryl is a character on a TV show. Who is playing you? Yeah. Um, I know this sounds really vain, but like... Uh, well, pretty much all actors and actresses yeah. are talented and good-looking people. So it's like none of us are going to say like Danny DeVito. Right. <laughs> so yeah, don't worry true. about that. Except for <laughs> Alex Bean who picks Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But he is like a comedy genius, so it's still kind that's of true. I self-flattery. Take it. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, then I would go with Kate Hudson just because we have similar hair. Yes, I could see that, definitely. (laughs) That's a good choice. I was trying to think of somebody for you, too, and now that that you say Kate Hudson, that's all I can see. (laughs) I'll take it. That's a good one. Or, although, I could see Natasha Lyonne, too. I can't quite She's think. a little too old. She's on Orange is the New Black, although she oh, doesn't look very yeah. good in that, but like Slums of Beverly Hills. Yes. Now yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, no. That, she has really beautiful curly hair. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take that too. That sounds good. I was just thinking curls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And the controversial question, soda or pop? Right. Which I do feel like I kind of half answered in the pilot of our show but i think we've made our opinion known yeah, pretty right. much, but what's yeah. your official answer for the record okay i will say pop even though i now say soda probably more, more of the time yeah well you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> spoiler yeah we know where this is gone okay so turning the tables mm. so yeah what is a show that people you like and respect say gina you should watch the show and for one reason or another you just can't get into it well, I have to give a caveat with this thing. I'm going to attempt this show, but I've really been dragging my feet because mm. it feels more like a chore than something I really want to watch, and that would be Game of Thrones. Ah. And this is timely because I think the se- the yep. some season just, just started last night, last night and yeah. it was like all over my Facebook and Twitter. Yep. People were like losing their shit Yeah, because it was about to start. But I just, I'm not super big into fantasy. Mm-hmm. 
I like elements of fantasy. I like the visual aspects of it. Yeah. Um, if someone told me, like, there's going to be an art exhibit full of, like, dragons and mermaids, I would be like, yes. I will go look at that because I enjoy that. Yeah. But um, it's hard for me to watch. Like, I'll watch, like, I watched the first Lord of the Rings movie and enjoyed mm-hmm. it just because it was yeah. interesting to look at and right. it was an adventure story. Mm-hmm. But I have trouble, like, a whole show of that just sounds kind of exhausting. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a true hour, too. Like, it's a yeah. long show. It's an HBO yeah. hour. It's 60 minutes. And they're, what, in the fifth season now? Yeah, right. And I just, so many of my friends love those books and love the show and i have tried watching the show but it's, it's i have a thing with violence so like it's just like yeah that's a, that's my other fear i mean yeah it's odd because i like watch and read things about like real violence but like fictionalized violence bothers me more yeah. for some reason it's like but also i heard the show's real rapey that's you yeah. that and that bothers me yeah. a bit but honestly i could get past that if it's contextualized properly i guess it's just Fantasy universes are difficult for me because if there's no rules, I can't get engaged. Yeah. Like if I, that's my biggest hang up with fantasy is I, I need rules. Otherwise I can't, I, I don't feel like there's any stakes Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I don't want to learn a whole new universe's no. rules and then have them change six times because it's magical or whatever. Like right. I just, it's not the way my brain works, but that all that being said, I, I'm going to try it because so Good many people love it that I yeah. just, you know, you got to try things, new things, things you don't think you'll like. And yeah, so I'll do it and I'll, well, the podcast will be over, but Meryl, I'll tell you personally <laughs> what I think of it when I eventually yes. do watch it. Nice. All right. And then, so if Gina Waters was a character, who would play her? Um, I had two thoughts about this when I was trying to decide. Um, I think one option would be, um, Catherine Hahn. She played uh, Jennifer Barkley on Parks and Recreation. Oh wait, the political yes. consultant. Oh, interesting. She's I and mean, she's, she's done so a lot cool. of things. Yeah, yeah, like she just seems like she's cool, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thought I had was um, Melanie Linsky. She's done. You'd recognize her she, right now. She's on that show Togetherness on HBO. Okay, I've heard of that, but I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, you'd recognize her. And both of them are a little bit older than me, but they both look really young yeah actresses and right <laughs> take a lot of vitamins or something i don't know um but yeah those would be i think one of the two of them would be nice. a good choice for me very cool yeah all right and then to end the debate <laughs> i say soda i grew up saying pop but i've converted yeah but um now that's everybody yeah that's everyone we're going to ask. Although tomorrow we may have, or next week, or yeah, <laughs> Thursday. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having a stroke. Um, Thursday we will have, no, next week. Tuesday. Oh, oh my God. Yes. It's Tuesday when our finale airs. so confusing. Yeah. When our finale airs for episode 13, yeah. we will have a couple of new voices That's on true. there possibly. So, but I don't think there'll be enough to tip the scales. Yeah. I think pop is going to win. One of them's from Kansas. I don't know what they say there. Probably pop. Wait, is she from Kansas? Shoot. I might have misspoken. Pop Sorry, is Tiffany. pretty Midwest. Yeah. So, Yeah. I think Pop's going to win. <laughs> Which, whatever. I live in the Midwest. I'm just going to accept it. There you go. <laughs> I must have lived. Embrace. I must have lived in the East Coast in another life or something. <laughs> anyway, so those are our answers. I'm sure everyone was waiting oh, man. bated breath Dying to, know. to find out what we were going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so next week is our last episode. Yeah. It's exciting, but also sad. Yeah, that's it's been, true. It's been very fun doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, definitely. 
So definitely join us for that. It'll be fun. We'll have a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a good time. Party the pot for we're gonna We're going to party it up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Uh, Meryl, where can people find you on the Internet? So I am on Twitter at Meryl Williams. That's M-E-R-Y-L Williams. And where can we find you? I am at Mercury Marie 5 on Twitter. And there's a lot of other places you can find our writing, our writing, mm-hmm. which is AddisonRecorder.com. Yep. We're on Facebook, the Addison Recorder. We're on Twitter at Addison Recorder. Yeah. Uh, lots of places. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's where we find are. Us. And oh, we, and uh, go on iTunes. You probably got this on iTunes while you're there. Yeah. Great review. We're wrapping up, but it's still, there's going to be a season two at some point of yes. the Addison Recorder recorded. <laughs> so confusing um so you know we want to keep the yeah keep it vital and and it helps us when people rate and review so if you have a minute that would be awesome definitely so yeah and a special shout out as usual to the pleasure centers they're the chicago band that lets us use one of their songs for our theme song and it's called baby etc and you can hear that right now thank you thanks guys